Work is no longer just about productivity and metrics. It's about people. And when we focus on positivity, communication, belonging, and development, the numbers take care of themselves. This is Work Human Radio, where we talk to authors, researchers, and business leaders about the latest trends making work more human around the world. Here's your host, Mike Wood. Welcome back to another Work Human Radio. My name is Mike Wood, and I have the pleasure to be joined by Chris French today. Chris French, can you tell people a little bit about who you are and what you do here at Work Human? Sure. My name is Chris French. I'm the Executive Vice President of Customer Strategy. I've been here for about eight years. That's the business particulars. I would say the more important thing about me is that I'm a father of three lovely daughters and happily married and live in Toronto, Canada. Yes, we are multinational here. We are. (laughs) Um, You take that nice shuttle from Toronto to Boston super early in the morning. (laughs) Yes, that's right. (laughs) Well, I wanted to have you on because I saw something that you put up on LinkedIn about a story of getting a performance review back when they were yearly things of the past. And I believe someone said that when you had one of your children said, oh, seems a little bit distracted by a new baby. Can you just kind of walk me through that story? Because I was just, it obviously was something that stayed with you. I mean, your daughters are older now, but just kind of tell me that story. Yeah, it was 17 years ago. So I'd seen this article that I ended up posting on LinkedIn and it was just generally talking about the stress and the guilt that parents go through, especially working parents. And I started thinking back to when we had our first child, which now is 17 years ago. And I remember, like it was struck me how what a different time it was, right? From how we are today, that I'm sitting in this performance review and um, we're talking and it certainly wasn't a bad performance review, it was a good performance review, but there was a comment that sort of said, in areas of improvement, seems to be distracted by the birth of his first child. And I remember actually, cause we brought, I was obviously like every new father, I was super excited. And I thought yep. my baby was the cutest baby ever. And we brought, Jennifer brought her into the office and everybody's fawning over her. And then this same boss was sort of like, all right, back to where I've seen one baby, seen them all. Right. And so it was just a different time in a different environment. Now, the interesting part about this is that obviously I wasn't very happy about that part of it, but What's even worse is that the part that I was unhappy about at the time was that I didn't believe that was true. Like I didn't believe that I was distracted. And uh, upon reflection, I was looking at it. I'm like, oh, maybe I leave the office like half an hour earlier to beat traffic and things like that. But it never even dawned on me at that time to be offended by the fact that maybe I should be distracted, you know? And (laughs) there is another side to that story as well, which is that when I had my second child, I was working at the same place. And a very, very senior executive in the company was congratulating me and said, oh, are you going to take paternity leave? Which at the time, um, now this is 15 years ago. And so at the time, like it wasn't a common, now we would call it parental leave actually, but it wasn't a common term. And so I thought he was joking because of how much that organization was male dominated, that how the roles were very sort of still very specific for males and females around children. And I thought he was joking. And that he was actually very serious. Mm-hmm. And, and so I started laughing and I said, <laughs> yeah, no. And he said, no, I'm serious. And so there's a good and bad from that same workplace, mm-hmm. right? Where you can see that one different perspectives from different people can really have a huge impact on what you feel the expectation is from the company from, from you. Yeah. In situations I, I, like this. I'll share with the audience that our company gives a month paid parental leave for males in the U.S., 
And I was very lucky to take that. My daughter is now three months old. And I'll be honest, I still felt guilty. I still felt nervous about taking that time, but I wouldn't give it up for the world because even though it was child number two and we were a little bit more experienced, we were still a team taking care of her. And there were lots of moments that I would have missed. I would have been sitting at work thinking about what's going on at home. So I was just very happy to have that. Yeah. Look, I think it's great to work in a workplace where people celebrate that too. They're happy for you. And you know, if you're in that kind of environment where the people kind of hold each other up, in other words, there's a lot of social interaction happening that the people see each other as human beings then it's a lot easier for people to sort of cover off on things if you have to, because it's not just leave, right? It's you have to leave early because one of your children is sick. You you have to go to a doctor's appointment. There's a school play or something like that. And if you're in an environment when in between those moments, people are actually reminded constantly that we're all kind of human beings and we're in this together, people are not only willing, but happy to step up. They're happy for you to spend time with your children. They're happy for you to have those kind of relationships because they know that you'll do it for them as well. And I think that that's a far cry, certainly from the environments that we would have worked in the past, but it's critically important because today in a lot of places, you have to have both parents working either because they want to, or because they have to, because of the way the financials work. And both parents has lots of different definitions. Maybe it's more than both. And I think families come in many different forms and that flexibility beyond just leave, but that flexibility to live your life in the form that you're living it is critically important. And I think that the role that companies have to play in that is first of all, creating that environment where people treat each other like human beings and see each other like human beings and then offer the flexibility. Don't get in the way when life happens, I guess is what I would say. Mm -hmm. I've been through my first real tough period as a parent. My four-year-old was having a really tough time with going back to school with the new baby. We would leave her at school and she'd be banging on the window, screaming, don't leave me behind. And I come here to work and I have that in the back of my head, that my kid is miles away, unhappy right now, and I'm here. So I think that having that flexibility and knowing that people are going through things at home, whether they talk about it or not talk about it, but at least get them to be able to talk about it and to realize that work does kind of extend into this gray area past 9 a.m. and past 5 a.m. So I think that some of the work that we would do with companies really helps that. One of the things you and I were talking about before I started the show was that the role that recognition plays in all of this and that I feel that Recognition takes that weight off of someone's shoulders. I mean, there's all sorts of things that you can worry about every day. You can be worrying about your kids. You can be worried about your finances. But to be worrying about work and not feeling recognized takes that off. Can you talk a little bit about how we work with companies in terms of recognition for helping their employees? Sure. A lot of the work that we do is about building what I would call a culture of recognition. So lots of companies have what they call a recognition program, which can be defined in many different ways, but they think of it as the company giving recognition to people. The the kind of cultures that we build is creating the facility for the humans themselves within the organization to see the other humans when they're doing, catch them doing something great and to recognize them. And how does that manifest itself? Well, what happens when you have enough of that happening is a couple different things. One is we talked about this a little bit earlier, which is it creates this social net within the organization, a fabric that holds things together when your life gets stretched a little bit, right? But the other thing is 
especially when you're uh, like as in a new parent, there's always guilt. Either I'm not spending enough time with my children or I feel like I'm behind where I could be in my work, often both. And when you have recognition and even some of the other newer things that we're doing about ensuring that there are regular conversations happening between leaders and stuff, these things don't build up, right? What happens is it's very easy when you're tired and you're irritable for you to get it in your head that there's either these conspiracies against you or that people are not appreciating the work that you're doing or they feel, you feel guilty. So you feel like they think you're not doing a good job. And what this forces is that there's regular conversations happening all the time and you're getting that reinforcement in small pieces. And it doesn't have to always come from the company because there's just not enough time. Like your boss is not with you all day, every day, right? So it's about employing the entire crowd to kind of hold that together. And what that ultimately means when there's enough of it is your mind is freed up. So not only is that social net there to help you in moments of need, but also you're not spending time and energy that could be with your children or in work worrying about, am I doing a good job, et cetera. And you really need it. Like you hear about different industries like nurses, as an example, where you can get compassion fatigue because there's always stuff going on. Mm -hmm. When you have young children at home, there's always stuff going on at both at work. You always feel like you're behind and, and you feel like you're not doing enough in any of those pieces. And so you need somebody to say to you every once in a while, Hey man, you know, you're doing a great job. And so for me, that's what a culture of recognition can bring to that particular scenario. But it also goes to the newer practices around things like how we celebrate the little moments in life or how we have regular discussions with our mentors and with other people at work. It's only in your head that those things are happening. And the more conversations you're having and the more that people feel like they're accountable and responsible for each other and be aware of the other humans around them, the easier it is for everybody. And when you build that culture, then all of a sudden, magically, you get through these things that destroy other companies. Now you also have data about all those interactions. Mm -hmm. And so you can see the people who might be struggling. These things become obvious because you actually have information about what's really happening in the company. So it's really exciting. And when you talk to a lot of these organizations that have built these cultures, they say it's fundamentally changed what it feels like to work at this company. And that applies itself in many different ways, including the scenario that we're talking about today with, with new children. Yeah. So speaking of new kids, one of our products in the Work Human Cloud is Life Events. Mm -hmm. And what I was thrilled to get when I had second child, I sent a picture to HR. I got an award, recognition moment, which everybody in this community, it's all about this community that we're in. Everybody commenting on the baby saying that she was the most gorgeous baby in the world and you know the, that she, was. she was she was she actually won a ribbon uh, <laughs> at the hospital so but just like knowing that it's a happy moment in someone's life it's something that should be celebrated and not a hindrance yeah i think the interesting thing is that these things happen in a lot of organizations in a very informal way right where there are close relationships between people, they will take it upon themselves to create these moments. A lot of organizations, it will manifest itself and somebody buys a card, everybody signs it, maybe they get in, they have a little shower in the case of a baby or a wedding or something like that. But it's sporadic, right? It's not systematic. And it's certainly more about the relationship between the people. There's no real sense that the company is also like, that's part of what it feels like to work at this company. I think what we try to do with life events is to, make it easier to have those moments and also have a record of them, right? That you can look back on. So if you talk about the make it easier, for instance, I would have been able to contribute as you, you might recall to the birth of your child and some 
probably pithy, smart ass comment. <laughs> and, but I live in Toronto. I never would have had the opportunity in sort of that old form for it. The other thing is that now you can go back and reflect on that and look, right? You have a lot of strong relationships here. I think the other extreme of that is when companies try to put like, and I've spent the last part of my career in human resources. So when I say human resources, I include myself in that, right? It has this tendency to sort of over-program something and kill the original purpose. I remember talking to my wife at one point, I'm not going to divulge where she works or anything like that, but there was this conversation where she said, hey, do you have any cash? I need to contribute to this pot. I said, well, what's it for? And they said, well, like if anybody has any kind of life event during the year, like then somebody somewhere buys something for them and says it's from everyone. And I'm like, so you basically put it in there, but you don't actually know who has the things. And she's like, no, somebody (laughs) takes care of that. I mean, like, it's a perfect example of putting a process in place that strips all the humanity out, right? And so what we've tried to do is there's lots of that that happens in the workplaces. And you have to keep track when you have lots and lots of employees, you have to keep track. But there is this idea that you apply that same principle to these human activities. And then it's the company that does it as opposed to the people that do it. And when the company is doing it, I mean, how are you going to know all the individuals in the company personally Mm -hmm. and create these personal moments? And so when we look at things that we try to create here at Work Human, what we're trying to do is look at things that either are a gap in the market or are sort of the humanity has been stripped out of it and say, how do we build facilitating tools and maybe processes that help bring that back so that we can create more of these moments, which strengthens that safety net, which all those different pieces that create a great culture. Well, I think it's great. I mean, if people want to follow Chris, he's up on LinkedIn, Chris French. Thank you for joining us on this wonderful Work Human Radio program, very exclusive program that we have here. And you can also see Chris at Work Human Live, which will be in San Antonio in May. You can go to workhumanlive.com and get your ticket. We hope to see you there. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. If you want to see business leaders, culture keepers, and industry experts come together to share the latest research and ideas for making work more human, you need to be at Work Human Live in 2020, May 11th through the 14th in San Antonio. Visit workhuman.com to see the full lineup of speakers and reserve your spot in the number one conference of 2020. 